Blog Talk Radio. There was a lawyer once. His name was Francis Scott Key. He penned a song that I'm sure you're aware of. You've seen it. It's in most hymnals throughout our churches. It's called the National Anthem. It is our song as an American. We go, however, to a ball game. We stand in our church services and we sing the words of that song. And they float over our minds and our lips and we don't even realize what we're singing. Most of us have memorized it as a child, but we've never really thought about what it means. Let me tell you a story. Francis Scott Key was a lawyer in Baltimore. The colonies were engaged in vicious conflict with the mother country, Britain. Because of this conflict and the protractedness of it, they had accumulated prisoners on both sides. The American colonies had prisoners and the British had prisoners. And the American government initiated a move. They went to the British and they said, let us negotiate for the release of these prisoners. They said, we want to send a man out to discuss this with you. They were holding the American prisoners in boats about a thousand yards offshore. And they said, we want to send a man by the name of Francis Scott Key. He will come out and negotiate to see if we can make a mutual exchange. On the appointed day in a rowboat, he went out to this boat and he negotiated with the British officials. And they reached a conclusion that men could be exchanged on a one-for-one basis. Francis Scott Key, jubilant with the fact that he'd been successful, went down below in the boats and what he found was a cargo hold full of humanity, men. And he said, men, I've got news for you tonight, you're free. He said, tonight I have negotiated successfully your return to the colonies. He said, you'll be taken out of this boat, out of this filth, out of your chains. As he went back up on board to arrange for their passage to the shore, the admiral came and he said, we have a slight problem. He said, we will still honor our commitment to release these men, but it'll be merely academic after tonight. It won't matter. And Francis Scott Key said, what do you mean? He said, well, Mr. Key, he said, tonight we have laid an ultimatum upon the colonies. Your people will either capitulate and lay down the colors of that flag that you think so much of, or you see that fort right over there, Fort Henry? He said, we're going to remove it from the face of the earth. He said, how are you going to do that? He said, if you will, scan the horizon of the sea. And as he looked, he could see hundreds of little dots. And he said, that's the entire British war fleet. He said, all of the gunpowder, all of the armament is being called upon to demolish that fort. It will be here within striking distance in a matter of about two and a half hours. He said, the war is over. These men would be free anyway. He said, you can't shell that fort. He said, that's, that's a large fort. He said, it's full of women and children. He says, it's predominantly not a military fort. He said, don't worry about it. They said, we've left them a way out. And he said, what's that? He said, do you see that flag way up on the rampart? He said, we have told them that if they will lower that flag, the shelling will stop immediately. And we'll know that they've surrendered, and you'll now be under British rule. Francis Scott Key went down below and told the men what was about to happen. 
said, how many ships? He said, hundreds. The ships got closer. Francis Scott Key went back up on top and he said, men, I'll shout down to you what's going on as we watch. As twilight began to fall and as the haze hung over the ocean as it does at sunset, suddenly the British war fleet unleashed. <clears throat> he says the sound was deafening. There were so many guns that there were no reliefs. He said it was absolutely impossible to talk or hear. He said suddenly the sky, although dark, was suddenly lit. And he says from down below, all he could hear the men, the prisoners, saying was, tell us where the flag is. What have they done with the flag? Is the flag still flying over the rampart? Tell us. One hour, two hours, three hours into the shelling, Every time the bomb would explode and it would be close to the flag, they could see the flag in the illuminated red glare of that bomb. And Francis Scott Key would report down to the men below, it's still up. It's not down. The admiral came and he said, your people are insane. He said, what's the matter with them? He said, don't they understand this is an impossible situation? Francis Scott Key said, he remembered what George Washington had said. He said, the thing that sets the American Christian apart from all other people in the world is he will die on his feet before he'll live on his knees. The Admiral said, we have now instructed all of the guns to focus on... We're going up against. By God, I do. We're not just going to shoot the bastards. We're going to cut out their living guts and use them to grease the treads of our tanks. We're going to murder those lousy Hun bastards by the bushel. The Nazis are the enemy. Wade into that. Spill their blood. Shoot them in the belly. When you put your hand into a bunch of goo that a moment before was your best friend's face, you know what to do. There's one thing that you men will be able to say when you get back home. And you may thank God for it. Thirty years from now, when you're sitting around your fireside with your grandson on your knee, and he asks you, what did you do, you won't have to say, well, I shoveled shit in Louisiana. All right, now you sons of bitches, you know how I feel. Madam Speaker, I have a few questions for my colleagues. What if our foreign policy of the past century is deeply flawed and has not served our national security interests? What if we wake up one day and realize that the terrorist threat is a predictable consequence of our meddling in the affairs of others? It has nothing to do with us being free and prosperous. What is prompting up repressive regimes in the Middle East endangers both the United States and Israel? 
occupying countries like Iraq and Afghanistan and bombing Pakistan is directly related to the hatred directed toward us. What if someday it dawned on us that losing over 5,000 American military personnel in the Middle East since 9-11 is not a fair trade-off for the loss of nearly 3,000 American citizens, no matter how many Iraqi, Pakistani, and Afghan people are killed or displaced? What if we finally decide that torture, even if called enhanced interrogation technique, is self-destructive and produces no useful information, and that contracting it out to a third-world nation is just as evil? What if it is finally realized that war and military spending is always destructive to the economy? What if all wartime spending is paid for through the deceitful and evil process of inflating and borrowing? What if we finally see that wartime conditions always undermine personal liberty? What if conservatives who preach small government wake up and realize that our interventionist foreign policy provides the greatest incentive to expand the government? What if conservatives understood once again that their only logical position is to reject military intervention and managing an empire throughout the world? What if the American people woke up and understood that the official reasons for going to war are almost always based on lies and promoted by war propaganda in order to serve special interests? What if we as a nation came to realize that the quest for empire eventually destroys all great nations? Barack Obama has no intention of leaving Iraq. What if a military draft is being planned for for the war that will spread if our foreign policy is not changed? What if the American people learn the truth that our foreign policy has nothing to do with national security, that it never changes from one administration to the next? What if war and preparation for war is a racket serving the special interests? What if President Obama is completely wrong about Afghanistan and turns out worse than Iraq and Vietnam put together? What if Christianity actually teaches peace and not preventive wars of aggression? What if diplomacy is found to be superior to bombs and bribes in protecting America? What happens if my concerns are completely unfounded? Nothing. But what happens if my concerns are justified and ignored? Nothing good. And I yield back the balance of my time. Joseph Gibson Podcasting here, understanding the times in which you live today. All right, it's a little bit after 8 p.m. on the East Coast here, Greensboro, North Carolina. Um, it's been about a week since I've done my last podcast show. Uh, we were going there pretty strong for a little while, but I've been pretty busy. And, of course, uh, those of you that know uh, or have been following, of course, I uh, my name now is officially on the ballot here in North Carolina for my district to run. I'm running as a Republican. Um, I was going to run as the Constitution Party, but the uh, Constitution Party did stay, just have not made the, they've not been able to get the ballot access. So uh, I can't waste time. I did this the last election, and I ended up missing the, uh, the uh, time frame. 
So uh, and then they had me go out and get 5,000 signatures and do all that. I'm not doing all that. So I'm going to run as a Republican. It doesn't mean I always have to vote Republican. Uh, it doesn't mean I have to vote Democrat. It doesn't have to vote anything. I vote, vote what is right, do what is right, and uh, sponsor legislation in North Carolina that uh, will uh, repair things. First thing, probably abolish most of the COVID statutes that are on the books. But uh, so my name is on the ballot. And uh, putting together my committee as we speak, and uh, so, but here in North Carolina, a lot has to be fixed. And then I always say, and we've been preaching on this podcast show for years, you got to start locally and small, and then branch out nationally to fix the problems that are uh, we're facing here. And uh, we are in big trouble in this country. And we usually talk about the new world order and whatnot. However, tonight I'm going to bring on a guest here tonight, and one of the problems that we have to fix. That is the most important problem, I believe. We have to start with our children, and we have to start with our judicial system, and and especially the family courts. Family courts are corrupt, um, especially fathers. Fathers receive no rights whatsoever in the family court system. Uh, The 50B statutes, the restraining order, protective order statutes are so twisted and convoluted and are one-sided. Uh, I believe that there are women out there that are battered and do need protection. But, uh, you know, this verbal abuse and uh, uh, and how the there's women out there that can use the uh, courts as a tool uh, and custody issues. Custody issues are huge. I believe that, you know, 50-50, shared parenting should be automatic no matter what. There should never be a question unless, of course, there is, you know, uh, definite without a doubt, uh, uh, child abuse going on or something like that, the reason why the marriage failed. But, uh, you know, for, for starters, I believe there should be, you know, the, the family should be, the family courts for really, really just just totally, I mean, there's so much to start from. You, we have to abolish them, first of all, and reinstitute something else that, 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 that can work. They're unconstitutional, number one. Uh, they're administrative. Any administrative court is a de facto. It's 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 it's, it's totally unconstitutional. And when you have un- and when you don't go with the constitution, you don't obey the constitution, and you don't follow the constitution. You uh, can't. It can't work. It cannot work. It just won't work. It, and it becomes corrupt and uh, broke and you, and then one sided. And it just cannot work. And and I'm gonna and we're gonna hear a story here tonight. Hopefully, I have my guest here on the line here. Uh, the guest that I did invite on, you have to press the number one, uh, because I have many numbers on my uh, keypad, uh, so uh, on my call screen, I mean, and um, press number one, and I'll bring you on. And what I want you to do is, um, what, what I do is do this, is when I bring you on, just uh, introduce yourself, um, say your name, and basically just uh, your story. And, and what I'll do is I may interject here and there and... and, and ask some uh, questions, but uh, just tell your story. And then anyone else afterwards, um, 657-383-0616 is the phone number to call. Maybe you got something you want to talk about or you want to talk about comment, then and you can, and uh, we'll go from there. That's how the platform usually works. That's how my show usually works. So uh, what we'll do is, uh, let me see, let me check my call screen here. Okay, my call screen, already right, he's got his hand up, so I'm going to let him just go ahead and do himself and uh, – you're live there, sir. Three five two. Go ahead. You're on. Hey, Joseph. How are you doing this evening? I'm doing all right. The floor is yours, sir. Can you hear me? Go. Can you hear me good? I can hear you Sound fine. Check. 
good stuff. Good Sound stuff. check, check. <laughs> Ken Four. Yeah, I am. Uh, I am uh, known as uh, Ken Scott on Facebook. Um, <clears throat> yeah, when when you uh, when you're expressing how how corrupt the so-called family courts. Remember, they're just renting a courtroom, and it's actually a private contracting deal. Most people don't know they're walking into. But, you know, that could be a whole other topic for a whole other show. And this is a Carnegie agenda from the very beginning of the New World Order and Edward Mendel House in 1913, the Federal Reserve. You're probably up to speed on some of that. Um, but, yeah, yeah. Um, to make it uh, kind of as unconvoluted as possible in, in a short synopsis, 2006, there's a paternity-related relief. We have a son involved. And uh, we had uh, previously been married. Put that out. And I already had custody of our daughter from that marriage. We had come back together. The son was a result. Things didn't work out. Paternity-related relief. That was, uh, you know, I'm the dad. Cool. And then he was placed in my custody. That was 2006. <clears throat> Two years later, now on that, let me go back. 2006, that paternity-related relief, the mother was told, that's it. There's no more filing paternity-related relief. You can only challenge them for custody. I didn't need child support, so they set her for like a dollar a year. Two years later, 2008, mother files of paternity-related relief. I'm at work running my business. I get a call from my daughter. They're here taking taking my brother. How's that, you know? Well, let me throw this in right away. When this uh, began to happen in 2008, my sister's husband was the sitting sheriff, Chris Blair. And you can look that name up, do your own research. It'll come right up. So here my son is being taken on an order that I'm confounded as how it ever even got filed. There's no more paternity-related release as per 2006. So they take my son. I have to wait till a court date. Go to court. Where did they take him to? Mm-hmm. They took your son. Where did they take him to? Gave him over, gave him over to the now homeless mother. Oh, so just oh lovely. Come, Sounds familiar. Yeah. Anyway, to some, another story I know very well. But go ahead. I'm sorry. I just wanted to know real quick. Go ahead. She was just evicted from her government apartment at the very moment that she does this desperate paternity-related relief. She should have never been able to have been filed. So there's the clerk. Um, the judge, Francis King, who took action on the paternity-related relief, well, until I get to court and I have a <laughs> perfect response to every, you know, lie and allegation made in this paternity-related relief, but I'm still confused as to how there's a paternity-related relief that was already decided on in 2006 where I was given custody and an order of child support for a dollar a year. I didn't need it. I didn't want mom going to jail. I just don't want any part of that drama. I'm, I'm good. <clears throat> well, <clears throat> moving, moving forward from that, we go to court and the judge, she freaks out, and she's a tyrant from the bench, stone-cold tyrant from the bench. 
And she begins berating me and begins proceed telling uh, the mother, we cannot uh, have this hearing. You already have a paternity and related relief on file. And that's one that she had tried to file in 2006 when I was given custody. And the judge said, there'll be no more paternity and related reliefs. And it was just left on file, never served. So no hearing. I said, yeah, good. I have custody. You're going to send my son home. Oh, no. Oh, no. I, I, I got my butt chewed by this, by this judge. And uh, it, it wasn't pretty at all. Now, at the same time, my little sister is a deputy bailiff at this same courthouse. So I've got family with the SO. Um, my older sister, who's married to the sheriff, she works at the Criminal Justice Institute at uh, Central Florida Community College. This is Marion County, Florida, by the way. A very, very corrupt, very, very corrupt county, just as many are across this great nation. It's very sad. So here we are. Uh, my mom and, you know, some family there, my daughter. And, you know, we're being told how, no, he's not coming home, but she's home. They, they want to hear it. So the endangerment level became pretty serious. And here I am. I've had my son taken. He's off with the homeless mother. We don't know where they're at. Finally, it's t- it was summertime when they have it. School gets re-enrolled. She enrolls him as homeless in this uh, school near one of her relatives, and I, I had I had the ability to see him at school, and the school really knew that he I had custody of him. So when I went and saw him at school, and I said, "Well, I'm just going to take him with him. I haven't seen him for a little bit now through the whole summer." And I get the police called on me. So here comes more drama. I'm going back to court. The same judge, Francis King. And uh, she uh, proceeds to make orders written that the father may not have visitation with the son unless agreed to by the mother or further order of this court. And thus the alienation began. Wow. And again, his supposed uncle is the, is, is, is the, uh, is the undersheriff. And had been a sheriff in this town all his life. His aunt is married. My little sister is a deputy working within the same sheriff's office, Marin County. So now I've got my family turning a blind eye to this mass corruption going on in this family court debacle. And, 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 and not to interrupt you real quick, but people tell me, like, for instance, I've, I'm going through a similar situation, actually, and they tell me, oh, things take time. They take time. Just wait. No, time is the biggest enemy. The longer you wait, the more alienated you get from your children, and things don't get better. They get worse. Am I correct? You know, I run into the mother about a year after all of this has happened, and I'm devastated. You know, I've got three businesses and, and a home that I've owned 12 years, and I'm just devastated. I am yeah. beyond belief devastated. I'm on MySpace trying to, to like, figure out what the hell is going on. This is where my journey began. This is why I'm trying to tell every mom and dad out there, Cash Jackson, uh, C.J. Abernathy's, the guys that, you know, are getting involved with this, and I'm just like, you don't want to listen to the veterans that have been through – more of the minefields than you'll ever face off with. Three years is nothing, okay? And wow. when 
you find, when you find yourself in a situation where your family has an oath and a duty to say, oh, no, wait a minute. So, hey, let's, let's get back to my boy. A year later, I run into mom and my boy at a mutual friend's house. He's skin and bones. Couldn't believe uh, what I was looking at. All right, so off to uh, this place called Kimberly Cottage to get a checkup. I'm still not allowed to see him. Social worker can't believe what she's seeing. And uh, borderline malnutrition. Certainly, they're going to send him back to me now, right? No. And this is all why the family's just turning a blind eye. Okay, this is the sheriff. Because my my brother-in-law, my supposed brother-in-law, becomes the sitting sheriff, the elected sheriff of Marion County, Florida. Because it's several more years before I see my son again. Mother decides to just finally let me see him because my daughter, who's now grown an adult, you know, is telling her, you need to let him see his dad. But she finally breaks down, lets me see him. Well, she drops him off, has me three, three bottles of pills. So this is his medicine. And I'm like, okay, and I just didn't, you know, just cool. He's here, and. Let her go. As soon as she leaves, he informs me how he's diagnosed with anorexia. Oh, God. Oh. And his uncle is a sitting sheriff. His aunt is married to a sitting sheriff. But they didn't care, they didn't care anything about us. This is what I'm telling you. I want folks to realize this system is so completely broken that your own family in a position to have taken action and have done something. This goes to Senator Rick Scott's desk. It goes to Marco Rubio's desk. can never hide from the evidence that I've gathered over the last 20 years. And they're still running and they're still hiding and they should be ashamed of themselves. They're all directly or indirectly responsible for many, many years of abuse. My son's 19 and still anorexic. So this thing hasn't stopped yet. Yeah, he's been over years, this abuse and what he suffered because he had a mother that was homeless that probably didn't know how to wipe her own ass and uh, probably trying to live off the system. And she, what she probably saw was that she needed a child to get welfare, and that's, you know, and, and we see this all the time happen. we got these mothers out there. The state pays these mothers, and that's the only reason why they want the kids, and none of the money goes to the kids. You know, it goes out to them so they can lay on their back probably and go out there and party and do whatever they're doing, you know, and, you know, or they're lazy and they're no good for nothings. You know, yeah, and the system is broken, and you don't get a voice. You don't get a voice at all. Nobody wants to get involved because there's money involved. Yeah, you know, the, the and, really, and it's crazy. The really dirty details of some of the things that were going on around the mother are so egregious, so careless, so reckless that I just don't even bring those details up. You know, I'm just trying to give people kind of a brief understanding or understanding and overstanding of what you're really up against. What I try to express with Cash Jackson, you don't know what you're up against. Ked Bushes, who's an attorney and, and a bless his heart, but the Bar Association is a bunch of foreign actors, and according to the original 13th Amendment, they shouldn't be here. Their, their profession shouldn't exist. And put to you yeah. straight, 
I, yeah, I, lawyers I, are not on our side. That's for certain. They they, they uh, don't fight for you. They don't fight for us. They well, don't. If you don't, you, if, you know, they, if you don't know the law and you can't fight for yourself in the system, and you don't, and you can't get a team together of people that are not bar association nothing. members, you can't win. If it's you impossible. know the law, if you know the law, you're called a sovereign citizen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's be real good about this. FBI created a hot button character assassination. This is all New World Order. This is all Carnegie 24 agenda. It all goes back to Mendel House, 1913, creating securities out of your children via birth certificates. They're considered human resources. That's a warehouse receipt. You're considered a product yourself. And, you know, these are, you know, considered irrevocable relationships. Well, I've gotten people – well, hang on, Keith. I've gotten people on here from the Republic of the United States, and we break it down. All this, what you were just talking about. Been on this, like you said. I'm, I, I have been well versed on this, and I've had the Republic on here, the real government, the interim government, the, the, the not the Fourteenth Amendment. And, and immediately people say, "Oh, you can't win with that. You're going to get laughed out of court." You know, no. More people need to stand up for this. And, and the law, it, that is the real law. These people are de facto. The de jure, the de jure is the real government. The de jure system. If you're, you know, and, 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 but you can't tell these people you're a bunch of kooks. You're kooks, you know, if you do that. Let me put this in a way that no one can deny, and, and they could just not look at themselves in the mirror uh, and, and, and tell themselves that this would be incorrect. The de facto system operates completely off hijacking the signatures of the American citizens who provide the credit, hunting license, fishing license, driver's license, child supports, mortgages. I don't care what you're talking about or what relationship you're having with de facto. They're hijacking your signature. Your signature is what obtains the credit. Social Security and security, that was a creation of the Federal Reserve. Ron Paul was your last bastion of hope till we get somebody else that stands up and go, you vote me in, and the Federal Reserve's gone tomorrow. Gone. Yeah. Yeah. It's the enemy of yeah. the people that has caused all of this problem that have gone along with Carnegie and Vanderbilt and Illuminati and all of this crazy stuff that people are oh, oh, that's some conspiracy. No, no. Oh, no, it's not. And, and, the churches, and, and the churches have turned a blind eye. The churches have all turned a blind eye. They, they they won't get involved uh, because you know their 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 argument is we're you know we're only here to save souls you know and we we can't we can't it's all going down it's all going to crash and burn so therefore we don't stand up and fight for it no more you know and and that's their attitude. Let's be real clear about this: the corporations now hijack your signature. Sign here, sign here, initial here, initial here, sign here, sign here, initial here. Sound familiar to anyone? That all these corporations that have been in bed with the de facto are all hijacking your signature for credit. All credit is by the signature of the American people for the 1933 bankruptcy. There is no way around what's going on other than to abolish it. Right now, they are merging people are knowledgeable. They're merging the decedent estates with the blockchain ledger and blockchain technology and digitizing the treasury. That is what is going on right now, right under your nose. That was what the whole pandemic was to distract everyone, why they digitized the treasury and merged the decedent estates. In the crypto digital world, it's called know your customer. And know your customer is, let me see your state ID, let me get your biofacial data. So you have a serious dilemma going on right now in this country and if you allow the de facto 
to keep making any more decisions, as Rod Class proved in court with four different administrators, because only administrators, they can't be judges. We haven't had a judge since 1789. So they're all administering statutes and codes via the UCC courts of contract. And this is called caging for contract, contract by the barrel of gun, by force, coercion, and duress. So the treason, the amount of treason that's been committed in this country, if, if you don't abolish it, it will abolish us. The pandemic that started in Ohio, the SEC was the very first de facto corporate government agency, governmental services corporation, to shut down for the emergency. And that was them moving forward with the digitizing of the Treasury to merge the decedent estate. Decedent estate is what's created via the birth certificates, and we keep pledging babies down at the hospital today, tomorrow, next week. We are killing ourselves, and we are setting future generations up to be slaves for the de facto government. It's just governmental services yeah. corporation that needs to be dissolved. It's bankrupt. How is it able to borrow trillions of dollars for buy back anything or make anything better? Bah. Borrowing more <laughs> money from the Federal Reserve System is certainly not the way out. And, and look, yeah. that means they have to put more and more pressure on the people. That's what weed cards are all about. If people realized what the weed business was, they would just be up in arms, just as if they knew what the financial system and how it operates. They would be up in arms tomorrow, tomorrow, tonight, if you could just get it off on the mainstream. But mainstream will never talk to you or give you this kind of information. It will only be found by independent journalists like yourself doing blog talks and trying to get it shared out. But I would encourage people, you're going to have to start running billboards up and down your street and start waking your communities up on a local level. Because the shadow banning, the social media censoring, the burning of uh, YouTube channels and all of that good stuff, the book burning, the knowledge burning, the, hey, we're not going to let the, the truth get out. And the truth is all that's important here. You know, anything that I say, I would urge anyone that hears this is, hey, no, I'm not, I, I've heard about this or I'm a little familiar or you better get to looking. Because if you don't, we see what we got going on. And I know we're not want to get into that, but we're talking about well, they, well, they, well, they, they've already look. Somebody told it to me like this: Look, when you when you own a company and you're bankrupt and you're insolvent and you're going under, what do you do? You break it off and you sell it up, right? You sell it off, and 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 that's what they're doing with the United States, and and they're going to enter us into a war with Ukraine. Okay, European war, and then you're gonna have China, and that's how they fund these things. The, the bankers, when they, when you know, when, that's how they keep it going. This big fat lie, this house of cards. All wars, are you know that, wars. you know. All wars are banker wars. Nineteen thirty-three, yeah. the U.S. citizen declared the enemy of the state. These are just realities that yep. anyone can research for themselves, and and you'll have to come to terms with that truth, or you can stay in your bubble of denial and complacency till they get to your front door. This is the same thing with family law. If we don't unite and do something to abolish this, this systematic tyranny of family destruction, there's not going to be any families left. Yeah. Not going to be yeah. any families left. And this is a Carnegie 24 agenda, you know? And, and this is just, there's been a lot of great people that have tried to, to blow the whistle, try to, try to bring the warnings forward, try to tell us, hey, we got to put a stop to this. See, and this is how I got started on this journey because my family, or in positions that could have changed that. You know, I had three businesses. You know, I did business with one of the oldest corporations in this country. 
and all of that. Just you know, you, you took my son out of my life. But the life thing it is, though, just, is you said you said you had family. You said you had family in position, and but the people out there who are awake, what can they do? I mean, what can we do? I mean, if even if we have great numbers. Do you think that we can flip the system? Do you think we can hijack the, uh, or abolish the Federal Reserve? Is there, you know, or are the people just so happenstance in their in their ways and so ignorant, like the people running around with masks on their face? You know, we were talking about that earlier today with somebody. You know, they're running around with masks on their face that does nothing for them. But uh, you know. You know, you just – is there – or or are the pastors of the church is correct? It's all going down. It, it, they got, the only way it's going to change is if God fixes any fixes this because, look, we're done. We're finished. Well, you know what? God came and uh, manifested in the flesh, made a whip tassel to chase the money changers, and he warned the lawyers, didn't he? So I don't yeah. know what 503C sitting over on the street corner piping what and passing what dish around. You know, wanting to use some old school Levitical to collect your money. That's just not my business. My business is what's the truth. And who says they're the truth? And the truth is all that matters. Can't stress that enough. The truth is all that matters. Child support is for the benefit of the state. It's within their own handbook. It is not for the benefit of the child. But they knew that they could get exactly what they wanted out of that free ride. Always about providing that free ride. And, man, there are women that actually go out and look for good, hardworking men to get pregnant by, to have a baby, to get that money rolling in. I mean, that's a serious serious mindset of destruction to have our daughters wanting to go down that road for a relationship. Just the people, the family unit is the fabric. You know, one of the other problems that we have in this country is not only that we're not a de jure republic anymore and haven't been for a very long time, but we have the problem that we have no official language in this country. And people are going to go, what? Oh, 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 no, English is the official. No, it's not. In fact, you do the research, you're going to be shocked to see. That a bill was over and over introduced to officialize English as the official language of both the de jure and the de facto. And what that would have done is it put that uh, uh, wall of protection between us and the legalese. It would have been over. It wouldn't have been able to use the mixture of the foreign language of the all-caps dog Latin name or the Justinian deception. All roads lead to Rome, the Vatican, the three major corporations, London State, United States Corporation. You know, yeah. all those, yeah, those no, three you're 100% are, correct. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said, just put me on the journey. You know, look, early in on my Facebook days, I had the FBI call me on their own dime and said, look, this judge should be in jail. She should never, ever be able to oversee a case ever again in her life. And she's one of the head judges of the 5th District now, from what I understand still. And, you know, and, and she's hated in this town. She has victimized so many families that, you know, people just despise her in so many ways. It's crazy. And it's like, wait a minute, his uncle is the sitting sheriff, and, and here they're putting me in jail. <laughs> going yeah. after me. Yeah. My own brother-in-law goes after me. Well, he ended up losing his seat for three counts of felonious perjury. And uh, also had some election fraud to face up. 
that kind of give you an idea of how his career ended here in Marin County, but he has never had to face up for turning a blind eye. And so you got to understand, folks, he's going to public schools, so they're watching him deteriorate. I got him off the pills. Uh, anything that came from me seeing him when I discovered he was anorexic and on three forms of Ritalin, I about lost my shit. And yeah. I thought for sure this was the end of it. This nightmare was over. They're going to certainly give him back to me. No. Go to court. They start talking about me needing supervised visitations. I told them, forget it. I'm out. I don't consent to any of this. I'm out. And that judge recused himself because I guess he took a little harder look at what he was involved in. But it's been incredibly bad. The mother's gotten uh, restraining order after restraining order after restraining order that none of them ever stuck because they were all bull. And you know, but well, you got lucky there. And... See, you got lucky. That's where you got a little bit lucky. No, no. You see, if you would have got those no. restraining orders, you would have been in big trouble. <laughs> it was just, well, no, you're already in trouble as soon as they issue the temporary, and you have to go to court and go over what? Oh, oh, she says, huh? Oh, well, show her. You know, have her prove that. No, it, it you know, the, they come after your guns. If you, they, that's first off. They come and they want your guns. Yeah. That's that's yeah. that right there. It, okay, first we're going to make sure you got no way to defend yourself. And look at that father that just got shot trying to pick his son up by a boyfriend. Uh, folks, yep. this is yep. how bad. It oh is. yeah, Boy. yeah, yeah. You saw that one, huh? Yeah, that was that's mad. That's crazy. I don't, I don't miss a whole lot of much of anything. And when I tell you. The American people that your signature is being hijacked every damn time you sign. You're giving you're giving credit to these tyrants. That so are what would you so so with you being through this, you having this knowledge, which is this is a lot of the stuff I preach on this podcast to the people out there that are listening. What is what mm-hmm. what could you say to them for as a solution? What could we do to turn this around? Well, if you're going to deal with the corporation and you're going to deal with corporate actors, if that's what you're going to do, if you're going to stay a voting cattle, shadow, economic slave, and want to see a change, the corporation needs to be dissolved. So anybody that's running for office would need to be running on a platform to dissolve this corporation and put us back into the reserve. Now, what we do have is the, the little town out in uh, California with about 20,000 people that just declared themselves back to a republic told the rest of the country, y'all do whatever you want. We're going to be a republic. We're not following any more of the federal corporation's crap. Forget it. We're done. You know, if it wasn't evident, and here's the thing. Here's the thing. you got to stop pledging babies to the financial system. That's a number one. Okay? And you don't vote for anybody that's not running on a platform to dissolve the corporation and get rid of the Federal Reserve. Period. Yeah. If you want to go back to sound money, gold standard in the drug war, that's the longest running war probably in the history of mankind. Portugal ended and legalized all drugs, and they're doing great. Doing absolutely great. You know, I've got friends in Portugal. They said, yeah, you know, once they unplugged the war, it really kind of took the incentive away around here, and nobody, everybody's cool. You know, and <laughs> yeah, yeah. you got to understand, folks. You go to jail. How many forms and papers and crap do they ask you to sign? Yeah, your contract. Yeah, that's your money. 
That's the credit. That's what they're doing. They're basically holding you in a cage. You know, you're you're talking about victimless. They're they're offenses. There's no injured party, and you got the state claiming, oh, you broke one of our rules. I'm sorry. Well, who was injured by that? And what do I owe them? Oh well, you know, here, sign here, sign here, sign here, sign here. Answer medical questions. Uh, you know, eat shitty food, wear shitty clothes. Um, yeah, and be held in the cage until you see things our way. Your local jail is yep. run like a third country, putting men in jail for child support. Wait a minute, they'll give a sexual predator a driver's license, but a dad who can't keep up with the debt that's been laid on him, who's probably not seeing his his son or daughters, is. Has his license taken away. Now, how much sense does that make? That we're going to let a sexual predator still run around in a car so he can kidnap more children, possibly. You see how backwards this yeah. is? Because it's all ran by pedophiles. You know that. I know that. Oh, yeah. Well, ran yeah. by pedophiles. Yep. Look, we got, we got a video that's openly circulated of, of, uh, of Brandon's son doing some very questionable things that really, if, if me and you were on that video, we would be in jail. We would be in jail. Yeah. Yeah, and that, that's the kind of characters you have that are supposedly running governmental services corporation that are hijacking your signatures for credit. Get ready, folks. You ain't seen nothing yet. You keep hearing Brandon talk about it. 50% capital gain. We'll do 70% capital gains. We'll, we'll, we'll just steal all the money in the world. Let me tell you something. That ain't that the money you see on the uh, on the outside, the debt notes, the cash, doesn't doesn't even begin to show you where the real money is in the trust. Everything's in trust. The Constitution's a trust. Everything's in trust. Okay. I am related to the Ball family, which is Mary Ball, which is George Washington. That is my bloodline. And I guess that's where this comes from. It's where this whole line has to be drawn. I am absolutely yeah. encouraging people to be done with it because, look, if your signature is to credit, why isn't your house paid for? If you have to give your Social Security number to the light company, why isn't your light bill paid? See, the debt is all supposed to be paid by the United States till the bankruptcy settled. And instead, they have you paying or shutting you off or putting you in jail, and then they're, they're getting the money anyway. It's all in the background. It's all behind the curtain, and you just don't realize it because most people don't even realize that the decedent's estate exists. They don't believe that the 1666 Cess Decay Trust, they can't believe that they're in this diminished capacity where none of the constitutional amendments apply to you. You don't get any constitutional protections, not to mention the bill that was passed by the Federal Reserve with no one reading it, no one knowing who the author was. You just had to pass it, sort of like Obama scare. And that's why when and you go to court, that's why when we go to court and we sue, or, or just like me, no. I'm down here suing, uh, file a USC 1983, and I can't get no rights. And I've got these these people, oh, well, you know, yeah, you got, you know, we, we can attack it this way. I said, we're not going to win. We're not going to win. They know who I am. They're going to shoot me down. You you don't have no rights in their field, in their game, in their ballpark. You have zero rights. 
And but you said key well, right there, run on a platform to dissolve and break away from the uh, the system itself, the corrupt system. The two-party system is funded by the same money. And we have to restore our republic, restore our original constitution, our de jure system once and for all. And, and that's the only way we're going to save ourselves. Otherwise, we're going to get led into World War III. Well, that's what Hillary wanted to do with us, and she wanted to nuke us. And, she, you know, she wanted to do a lot of bad things to us. And, um, Trump's you know, uh, yeah. Look, folks, it's like this is not about uh, red versus blue, as you're saying. Um, uh, wings of the same nasty bird, as my friend says. It's the crimes of the Republican and Democratic uh, parties and the blue wall of silence. And the Bar Association, you know, you have allowed a lot of bad people too much power. And that's not evident by mandating where you can go and when you can go there and what you can do. And the 5013Cs made themselves useless by making themselves a part of the corporation, which what did I tell you? Every time you sign something, there's your credit. You ever sign the guest book? Well, they're hypothecating your there, uh, yeah, well, have you ever been dumped in some water over at your local building? You ever been baptized? Well, they're hypothecating the baptismal certificates as well. That's they're behind the curtains getting paid. Just like the light company, they're already getting paid for your bill and then making you pay it yeah. and shutting it off. There, it, it's just <laughs> that's it. it is the way it is. And, and people don't realize yeah, no, that your signature. And, 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 and how and why we're going to allow these people to keep accessing these trusts so they can keep hypothecating, creating bonds, creating fraudulent securities without a license. Everybody, I wanted to say, everybody, uh, the phone number is 657-383-0616. If you want to put your hand up and uh, press the number one on your phone, if you want to make a comment or uh, or if you've got to make a uh, – or have a similar story or if you just want to talk about the – uh, the yeah, messed up, yeah, screwed up republic that we've got here. <laughs> With democracy, they call it, right? Democracy? <laughs> <laughs> the democracy. You like that Demon. one? Two the wolves and a sheep voting on what's for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, uh, you know, people get a little confused when you say, look, first and foremost, you have, to, uh, you have to take your hospitals back. Yeah. Yeah, we got this COVID yeah, this going around. This COVID scam is huge. This is they're really going to brush you in this new world order with this. Well, the 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 hospitals are the front line for the economic slave system and keeping that foundation building. They need that fresh stock of chattel. I mean, why we're probably doing this live feed? Some poor mom and dad are going. Yeah, his name is. And there goes the birth certificate and the Social Security card and the automatic plug-in and the creation of the taxpayer office person. That's fraud and non-disclosure, and and it's just just a big mess that you've just created from cradle to grave for your baby to grow up amongst. I mean, what what staple document do you need to put your children in the Rockefeller school system? The birth certificate is the most uh, uh, low-key unnoticed, untalked about, unchallenged weapon to be used against the American people ever devised, and it's the same weapon they use around the world. I don't care if it's Australia, Japan, it's all the same thing. You're going to see the all-caps name 
and all caps names called the Justinian Deception because all roads lead to Rome. That's the dog Latin. And you can look this stuff up and research it, folks. That's what I can encourage you to do. Don't believe what I'm saying, and I'm not even going to get into it because there's no need. I know what I have seen. I know what I have studied. I've seen it. Seeing is believing. And you go and you look at it, you're going to believe too. But if you want to get the right people in office, first of all, they have to know what the weapon of the birth certificate is and how it works and why there's a QCIP number in the lower left-hand corner of the Committee on Uniform Security Identification Procedures because they just made you a product, and they're making your children a product. And this is why they're using their three-letter agencies to go after parents who are questioning school board with their agenda. Wake up. Wake yeah. up, folks. Wake up. For the yeah, love how about of that God. one, huh? How about that one? Labeling the parents terrorists. Terrorists. Because they're, you know, uh, the ones that are speaking up at these school board meetings. Wow, what's up with that? And the American people, I mean, and they are up in arms about that. That did wet, that did spark a fire. They're, corporate media is trying to drop it real quick. But it's not going away, you know, and it's terrible. I'm, I'm available for public speaking. If you would like me to take all of the 20 years of knowledge that I have and 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 blast it out there, I'm open to any platforms and any, anyone that wants to talk about the reality of what's going on. If you want to deflect and you want to uh, try to tell people there's some pot of gold at the end of the rainbow and keep a, a completely fraudulent, demonic, just really, really tragic system in place, and the tragedies will just compound, they'll keep growing. Uh, the false flags, the you know, the the war after war after war after war will just keep continuing. I mean, look at the drug war was mass signatures. I cannot impress that to you enough. The war for the credit is by your signature. So the more rules they can create that you can break, that they can get your signature on, the more money they make. That's what your local sheriffs are all involved with, 3,141 of them, because I don't know an honest one other than James Trafficking. He's gone. He went to House yeah, Representatives, yeah. he went to Congress, and he laid it out, all right? Rod Class is one of the finest private attorney generals I've ever studied under, and he brought it all out, people. They're private contractors. It's North Carolina, uh, Rod Class, fourth administrative ruling. They admitted they're just private contractors. You know, a friend of the family there that had cancer just before he passed away here locally in Marion County, uh, Jack Singbush, you know, he was ready to spill the beans. And unfortunately, he had passed away before we had that opportunity because he was going to come out and just tell everyone, you know, you're under this uh, admiralty bullshittery, uh, you know, down at the local bank. This, the bench is what's called a bank, and that's all they're doing down there is saying you owe a debt, you know. Oh, you were going 10 miles over the speed limit. You owe a debt. Oh, you, yeah. you crossed the street. You owe a debt. This is all about propping up the fiat in the Federal Reserve system. Well, then you get the people, though. But, but hang on. But you get the people, Keith, that say, well, you've got to have speed. You gotta, then you'll get the idiot out there. You've got to have traffic laws. You've got to have speed limits. So what do you do? How do you stop people from speeding? <laughs> you know? You don't, unless you just want to take away their cars, and they're moving in that direction rapidly. And I can tell you from um, reading the Federal Transportation Code that was not supposed to be for my eyes, everything that was written there is slowly but surely playing out. That was during the Obama times. I mean, look, we just found out that United States Corporation is co-owner of the vaccine. 
that they're mandated. Oh, really? I just I didn't hear that. That's that's for this is the first I heard this. Wow, I didn't know that. Explain that one to me. Glenn Beck, 153-page report, got Dr. Barrett's signature on it, and who's co-owner of the Moderna vaccine? United States. United States Corporation now. Don't 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 say. Oh, United oh, States. Oh, I know that. Country? Yeah, I know the corporation. Yeah, yeah, yeah I got yeah, that, yeah. but I didn't know they were co-owner of the vaccine. Yeah, Title 28, subsection 3002. You're not fool yourself into thinking that governmental services corporation has your best interest in mind or the future generations of this great country. Okay, and and sadly, this information was all sent to Trump, and there was no action taken. He should have mustered the military that, immediately yeah, upon yeah. this information. So, you know, sadly, uh, whatever's going on there, what kind of threats, whatever they're holding maybe over his head, I'm sorry. But for us that don't have something being held over our head that said, hey, we've got to clean up our act and act like adults, and they're going to come and try to tarnish and character assassinate Make up. Plant, I thought do Keith, Keith, Keith I thought I thought Trump was I thought Trump was from what I heard that he was attempting to restore the republic. When he, during his inaugural address, he said it, didn't he? He said, "I'm this is about you know not replacing another administration. This is about giving back the republic to the people." Isn't that what he said? Look, um, yes, but and get this: the, why and how he was able to. Uh, Say that the American people are sovereign, almost I think 24 times in yeah. several different speeches at the United Nations. He was yeah. trying to give you a subtle, subtle wake-up call. There's only so much I think he was able to even express and say. But for the many yeah, people that I know, for the many people that I know that served him and have confirmation of that service, the military's job is to come in and clean the mess up. Plain and simple. And the military doesn't do their job. We don't have a military. Secret Service's job is to protect the people from this fraudulent trust uh, uh, extortion that you have going on. This this dipping into well, Kushner the trust sold account. out Trump. Kushner Kushner was the one that sold out Trump. I mean, I don't know why he took Kushner's advice and did not go with the other one there. I forgot his name. I can't think of his name off the top of my head. Oh. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, it's just like. This family court thing is just private contracting. The Bar Association is a private membership association. They do not have a license to practice law. I don't care how many times they say it. You know, I heard Ted Bush in his video talk about my license to practice law, and I, I, was, I left it alone. But I was going to say, hey, if you're going to say something like that, why don't you put that license up in front of the camera? And then they're going to pull their bar card out. That's a PMA. That's a private membership yeah, association. Yeah. It's not that's a that's you're right. the bar association. You're absolutely license. right. They can't create a license to charge a fee. See, this licentious lifestyle that we've allowed ourselves to fall into is the accessing of the American people's credit, the American people's signature. Okay, you sign for a driver's license, you sign for a hunting license, you sign for a gun permit, you sign for your weed card, you sign for your medical, you sign over at the jail, you sign your ticket. Everything you sign is supporting this tyranny. Period. Yeah. And, there's, and, and I'm going to tell you, the people that sit in the seats now all know this. They're well aware. They've been served. They've been brought up to speed. They have, they're doing what's called willful neglect, willful endangerment. They are allowing the systematic access of the American credit. The only way they get credit, man, is through the signatures of the Federal Reserve System. None of this should have ever existed in the lives of free people. JFK tried to tell us, and he, gave, he lost his life for it. 
Ron Paul tried to come in. They cheated him out of his election, but nobody made a big deal about that when they held the election. Yeah, oh, yeah, they were rigging the votes back then. Yeah, they were rigging the votes back then. Yeah, they held the delegates on on the bus hostage with the bus driver that wouldn't stop. And run and just rode around the building while everything was going on. They had an army there just in case. I mean, I was an hour and a half away <laughs> running, my, my, yeah. running my studio at the time. And, and I'm, I'm going to tell you, folks, if you do not get rid of the Federal Reserve, if you do not abolish it, if you do not stand up and take your country back, it starts by taking back the language and the money, and you can protect the future generations coming into this world. And if you don't do these three things, you will never – That's true. You will, be, you, will be, you will be a conquered people as you are right now. You are completely conquered. And the military doesn't come in and arrest the hell out of everybody. Everybody. There is nobody with clean hands from the dog catcher all the way up to Biden. Period. It's a sad state yeah. of affairs we have going on. And my question is, where are we going to get the responsible adults to take the responsibility not the job, the benefits, the money, the power, the prestige, the responsibility to ensure that we get started and back in the right direction. And we better start getting there fast or we're not going to have any yeah. direction at all. And you're right. We're going to find ourselves in the middle of another war. And we are going to get injured this time. We are going to feel it. They're going to make sure we feel it. They want yep. us to feel it so bad because these pedophiles are so scared. You see what's coming out in the Giz Lane? Alec Baldwin had to shut his Twitter down when his name showed up in the black book. Okay? It's, it's slow. <laughs> yeah. It's painful. Hey, it's slow and it's painful. We don't shut the mass media down and arrest every one of them. Okay? This is not only Congress, yeah. House of Representatives, legislation, black robes, bar lawyers. You know, 60 Minutes did a hidden camera back in, what was that, around 2012, where the lawyer... This under this hidden camera, well, we run the country. They don't put the lawyers in jail. We run the country, and we make the laws to benefit the lawyers. Yep. I don't know yep. how else that how much more in your face, but see, you have a mainstream media that's never going to tell you things that you're hearing tonight on this podcast. That's how important these independent podcasts are. Well, you said a key right there, the mainstream media. The mainstream media has the eye and the ear of the American people because that's where they're, they're brainwashed through it. And you're right. If they were able to flip the script on the mainstream media and tell the American people this stuff, they would believe it then. Then we can get the army if behind put, us. Good, you know? If they, if they put this podcast on the mass media tomorrow and ran the story over and over and over and over like to do every other stupid story that doesn't do crap. <laughs> we, we would have a whole new country within, within the, you know, a few days, you know, like Ken O'Keefe yeah. said, you know, Ken O'Keefe said, shut the federal reserve down and see how many problems go away tomorrow. See how it's yeah. no longer profitable to bust you for a bag of weed or wage the drug war or wait a minute. Yep. Oh geez, we're we're getting invaded yeah. by coyotes. I'm kind of I'm out in the country. Oh, okay. we, we've got shots. <laughs> we have shots fired. We have shots fired. The uh, the um, 
He, uh, well, well, real quick, uh, how, what's the status now of your son and your kids? What's the status now? He's 19 and anorexic. Do you have a relationship with him? Well, yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I can see him now. But, you know, he's hit 19. He's got a job. He's got his friends. You know what I mean? Those, those, those blessed years. We were very, very close, man. I had custody of him, you know. Was, yeah, you know, that it's devastating. Was, devastating. Yeah, yeah, it's beyond devastation. Um, it, you know, this is why Thomas James Ball lit himself on fire in front of the King County Courthouse in New Hampshire. Yeah. Okay. Sad. Over family law, and and over the twenty years, I've watched a lot of a lot of men not make it through the devastation as I am blessed to have made it this, to still be here talking about it, you know, to have just listened to that FBI agent who was calling me and telling me that this judge is a criminal, but sadly that we have a lot of, we have some good people and we have a lot of bad people and they don't allow us to do what we need to do. So, you know, that was a confession from, from a, from a, from a homicide, a child homicide investigator with the FBI. You know who you are, girl, you know who you are. <laughs> Even if she gets yeah. to, never know. She, and and you know, and she was kind enough to 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 tell me, you know, that that he'll you'll probably end up not seeing him until he's old enough to come find you. And and that turned out to pretty much be true. Like I said, with the exception of him being brought to me off the pressures of my his sister on the mother, and me finding out, you know, three forms of Ritalin, and anorexic, scratching his face. To scabs oh, over the medicine that yeah. he's on, and yeah, I have, I have documentation of all of this. And you know, fortunately, uh, it looks like me and uh, um, some others are are going to move forward with finally um, getting something. But you know, you're right, and, and this is what I found out. You know, here I'm watching the corruption of my own family turning a blind eye, and I'm just like, this is child abuse. And, and Senator Scott, now Senator Rick Scott. Uh, uh, Marco Rubio's office gladly ignored it because obviously my family. Okay, and you know, I couldn't believe my sister was was uh, working with Pam Bondi and 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 and, and Senator Scott. So of course they're going to ignore the fact that her brother's son has been run into a bad situation that's affected his health for for over 10 years is still going on. Nobody wants to face up with that. Senator Scott doesn't want to face off with that. Marco Rubio doesn't want to face off. I mean, he thinks I don't still have the evidence of when I put this on their desk. They can think again. They can think again. And this is like I said, it started me on the, on the journey. How does this, how, what in the hell is going on here? I, I can't even believe what I'm going through. There's no way to process it. It's unprocessed. Yeah. You know, and you're watching what's going on with Cash, man. The guy served 20 years, comes back, finds out that for some reason somebody upped his child support and he didn't know about it, and uh, he's behind and he's going to jail, going to a cage. And now he's completely yeah. cut off, and he, he he's struggling to try to, to to figure out what the hell is going on, and he's getting sucked into legal land. Legal land is not the answer. I'm sorry, man. Look, <laughs> the other side of that coin is, Either are all the gurus trying to convince you there's some pot of gold at the end of this proverbial rainbow of the birth certificate and these trust accounts and how you can get all your bills paid and be on the, uh, the ultimate welfare. The bankruptcy was never designed to work for your benefit. It was designed to work for the benefit of those that are working within the corporation, within these private 
private societies that have all gone along and been a part of this, all the major corporations that have all gone along with this, every, every time you sign something, folks, you're giving them money instead of giving it to you. You're giving it to, you're giving it to the very people that you complain about, the very people that you despise, the very people that are running this country into the ground every time you sign. Including the banks yeah. that have all gone along with this, it's a huge mess. And if the military doesn't come to the clean house, and this doesn't involve Trump. This involves who the hell is running our military. You know, where where are our Navy PAGs? Where is our Secret Service? It's all corrupted. It's corrupted from through and through. I mean, you know, I've done my own investigations. I've done my own insert myself. And the things that I found out, DCF being run by drug dealers and, and pedophiles. That's a fact. That's a, a shocking, Jesus, Christmas. Well, you know, when are we going to take to get responsibility? People, to get people into office, like you said, we have to get people into the office that know this stuff. But you can't go out there and you can't put it out there like we just did here tonight. If I was to get out there on the street corner or go to a speaking engagement, running for office, and just start spouting this stuff off, I'd be labeled a kook, and I would never get a one well, vote. You know well, that look, James Trafficant. James Trafficant was already in office, and he he was already in office. Okay, he took it on the floor of Congress. The speech still it's it's hard to find, but the speech still exists. I had it, and James Trafficant brought out the fact of the unlawful conversion of your name via that birth certificate and the creating of the securities and the fact that we're overseeing the greatest bankruptcy in the history of mankind, and we need to do something because this can't go on, or we're going to self-destruct. We can't allow this. To continue, he exposed for doing that. Mental ward, people, uh, his constituents on the mass media saying, "Oh, this guy's nuts! This guy's nuts!" You're working against a huge machine that, if we allow to keep going, I don't know if a lot of people are familiar with the movie They Live with Roddy Piper. Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Okay, you got you got to kill the signal. You got to kill the signal. And you got to have the military do its job, and the military doesn't do its job. I ask myself, where are the militias, or where are the capable men and women of this country to take a, a stand? You know, nobody wants violence. Nobody wants civil war. Nobody wants more war. Nobody wants drug wars. And these are all the things that we shouldn't be tolerating, and we certainly shouldn't be tolerating the hijacking of our signatures for credit, okay, the torturing of our, our sons, our daughters, our mothers, our fathers, are, are members of our community that are tortured down at the jail, and they're tortured. If you don't think so, that's because you ain't getting an eye on it because you're not seeing it, and they're not going to let you know about it because they don't want the liability because all they care about is the money. Follow the money. The gold and silver standard that was taken away from this country is as unconstitutional as it gets. Edward Mendel House was the grandmaster of the KKK. He appointed the original Board of Governors of the Federal Reserve System. This is what you're up against. This is the Carnegie, the Vanderbilts, the whole J.P. Morgan, the whole enchilada, the whole new world disorder in your face. And right now, digitizing of the treasury, emerging these deceiving estates with the treasury. You know, all these crypto crazies think just KYCs to protect them. They think giving that legal name and that ID, that state-issued ID. Let me ask everyone. Here, here, here's a great one. You know, it dawned on me. I said, you know, I said, with the technology we have today, if I want to go into a, a bank, a business, a financial institution, whatever, if I want to, you know, go over here and have an account at a lawnmower shop, 
and they need to, you know, have an ID for me so their employees, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, he's one of our customers. They can make their own ID for you. You don't need a state-issued ID because a state-issued ID, oh, no, no, everything requires a state-issued ID. Why? Because that's the all-caps fiction. That's that nom de gore war name. That's the cognomen. That's the Justinian deception. I mean, these are key things that I'm giving you to research. I won't even go into detail. And you can just take it and run with it and look at it and realize it and protect your family and start beginning to grow in a, in a, in a, in a direction that's going to protect this country and around the world because we are the example. And if we don't lead by that example and we get conquered, the world's already gone. Look at Australia. Well, I got somebody here with a question now. They got a question here. They said, uh, uh, well, I already asked this question, but he's rephrasing, I guess, basically. Uh, to, to the person that wakes up tomorrow morning, what can every uh, everyday average person do to uh, – if they go turn in their driver's license, he makes a comment here about the driver's license, you know, he's going to be pulled over and arrested. What can they do? You know, you said not sign paperwork, not enter into contracts. One person says – another person says just stay out of their way. You know, just get out of their way and live your life. You know, what can you do to fix it? You know, the, the entire system's going down in flames. What can we do? Well, um, first you have to you have to unite with like-minded people. Um, listening to this podcast, sharing this podcast would help someone to begin to open the door to the realization of what they're up against and what, what changes need to be made. Uh, you know, it's not just me. And what I'm saying, but the people that I'm reflecting on, Rob Class, uh, Bill Cooper, um, let's let's reflect on uh, Carl Miller, let's reflect on uh, um, you know many of the great minds that have been exposing what's been going on. Kind Aaron of Russo. With this. Aaron, remember Aaron Russo? Aaron Russo. Aaron Russo. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron. You know? Oh man, jeez, yeah, Aaron Russo. The IRS is just corporation you know these tax laws were never ratified what you're being is defrauded you know um yeah I, I don't know how much of this you have covered on your show and i'm happy man to come on and this is great uh uh great podcast i think here it's, you know, one, it's, it's one about, of the things we've covered over the years man these are many, many of the topics we've covered over the years <laughs> you know here's the thing bro if 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 most of the heavy melanin or colored community realized that the Federal Reserve is responsible for all of the racism that's being created in this in this country and around the world. Edward Mendel House was the grand master of the KKK in Texas. He inherited it from his daddy. He was appointing governors. This is why men of color couldn't have banks. Your enemy is not the white man. It's the financial system. Completely yep. unfair and has been as, as unfair as it possibly could be. To, to a segment of society, not only where black. Where did the Jew? Where did the Jew? I, I get a lot of people that also uh, platforms out there. They they blame a lot of it on the Jewish people. Where do they fit in this? I know the Jesuits and the Roman Vatican Church. We know Rome. All these all roads lead to Rome. We know that. But where does the Jew look, fit into look, this uh, ball game? Look, you have segments of every sect that have their ability to join in with selling out their fellow man okay yep. it's not just Jews and, and it's not just Gentiles I mean at the end of the day we're all the same and and yeah. whatever your religion whatever your religious dogma is you know what's the truth and do and and do we have to disagree so much 
that we need to try to kill each other or torture each other or deceive each other or take advantage of each other or be cruel to one another. You see? Yeah. No, I agree with you there. We need adults in the room, and if we don't get some adults in the room, we're all going to be in a, in a serious pickle, and and there ain't going to be no, well, how can I wake up tomorrow? Wake up tomorrow and unite. Share this podcast with them. we got to listen to this, and it's not about listening to me. It's about looking and researching to you are absolutely convinced. If you don't get rid of the Federal Reserve system, it's finished. The, the whole American signature for credit is on the Federal Reserve. That is yeah. the way it works. The birth certificates all tied to a Federal Reserve. Okay? It's, it's, it's a security that's been created. This is under the law merchant. This is an ancient system of pledging. And if we don't abolish it, it should – look, it should have never existed in the lives of free people, supposed free people. And see, all yeah, these other yeah. people, they want, to maneuver, they want to get you to maneuver your way through this. And, and it's kind of like the idea of trying to change it from the inside. You can't. They'll kill you. This is why some serious decisions have to be made. And we're not ruled by a majority. We're ruled by a majority that participates. So the people that don't yeah, participate that's a, good, that's don't a good, even, good one right there. I like that one. That's a good little saying right there. We're ruled by the majority of people that participates. <laughs> very famous man. Yeah. Very famous man said that. Yeah. Hey, look, it's the reality. You know, if there's a house on fire and there's 100 people there and only 50 of them are trying to put the house fire out, hello? Yeah. Only the 50 participating are making a difference. Possibly saving lives, and I'm going to tell you the house is on fire, and a house divided against itself is going to fall, and we're falling right now. We're becoming weaker and weaker and weaker every single day, and the things that Trump did expose, like, look, they got so much gas, it's just floating around out in the ocean, they don't even know what the hell to do with it. To where we're at right now, paying four dollar a gas. Pull that ID out of your wallet, you look at that name, and you tell me that's, that's the proper way to put your name down. And that's the whole key to this event. This is the Achilles heel of the system. And, and, here's, and here's what the talking heads will tell me when I try to talk to them about the birth certificate. They're not ready to know about that. Celebrities I've talked about, they're not ready to know about it because they all know how this system works. They get access to their trust accounts. Their signatures pay for everything. Your signature gets hijacked, and you have to pay or get shut off or get kicked out or lose your home or lose your car. Are you waking up yet, folks? This is the reality. And then you have these people out here that have worked out how to get their cars paid for and their light bills paid for, and they're happy, and they'll just let you go along with your slave life. Let those who will be deceived be deceived. The most shittiest maxim I've ever heard of, because all roads lead to Rome, and there ain't nothing but disdain or truth that's come out of the Vatican. And it, when it's all over, it'll be busted open, and what the world will see then will set some things straight. That's just the reality. It'll get cracked open yeah. like an egg, and the whole world will see. Nothing hidden that won't be revealed, nothing revealed that won't be hidden. Pretty sure that's pretty biblical, isn't it? And the violent take it by force, and that's what you have going on. Militarization of your police and sheriff's departments, your sheriff's wearing a corporate hat, not wanting to put a sure hat on. You get rid of the, you get rid of the corporate hat-wearing sheriffs, period. And they can be dealt with later. Their assets can be taken later if that's the road we have to go down. Yeah. 
Well, what we want, we want peace. Right. We want peace in our streets. We want the drug war ended. We want to be able to take care of the addiction that's been created by the very corporation that says we're having a drug war that they're bringing in. Keith, they're Keith, I'm going to take a, Keith, I got to take a two minute. Let me take a two minute break here, and then I'll come back with closing thoughts here, and then maybe some people here will want to chip in here and uh, maybe may make a comment here. So I'm going to take about a two minute here. Uh, break here, and then uh, I'll be right back. Phone number six five seven three three zero six one six. Press number one, folks. But we are making a stand, and we're waking everybody up that nine eleven was an inside job, and you are the minority. You are the cowards who don't know the truth. You're the people that serve this evil system. You're the people that serve a system that hurts innocent men, women, and children. Not just Iraqis, not just Afghans, not just Africans, but the people right here in this nation. You serve a new world order that attacks and feeds on you. And I'm here to tell you that you will be defeated. Your hours are numbered. We've got the energy. We've got the life force. All you've got is evil backing you up. All you've got is greed and not going to look at yourself in the mirror. Because deep down, the New World Order is a pot-bellied, chicken-neck ninny. And all the armor and all the weapons are nothing. You are nothing compared to good. You are nothing compared to life. And you will be defeated. I want the individuals out there, I want free humanity to turn themselves loose, to cut the chains loose, and to use the end of that chain to slap the new world order right upside the head. You've got the power. You want to know who can defeat the new world order? It is you. You're the individuals that are going to be able to defeat this system. You're the individuals that are going to be able to take down the New World Order. It doesn't matter if Ron Paul wins. It doesn't matter if they rig the election. What matters is, is that we're starting to stand up. We're starting to move. We're starting to find our legs. We're starting to build our muscle. We're starting to realize that we do have power, and we can work together, and we can take action, and that the naysayers are a pack of weak liars who have never had any successes in their life and who are upset and frustrated to see us beginning to have victories against tyranny. They don't have any respect for themselves. They don't have any vision. And they don't have any will. And they sure don't have any of the power that shines out of God's soul and energizes all life in the universe. They have wed themselves to death. And they will crumble, and they will fall, and for eternity we wed ourselves to life, and to everything good, and everything that flows from it. All right, everybody, Joseph Gibson Podcasting here, understanding the times in which we live today. Phone number 657-383-0616, press number one if you want to get in here. Um, I got Keith Scott here uh, as a guest here tonight. Uh, he opened up tonight with the telling his story about the family courts, how corrupt, evil they are, and what happened to him and his children being removed from his custody and care uh, based upon the corruption and lies that uh, 
the system pre- perpetrates on uh, the fathers out there, especially the fathers. Number one, they're targeted the most, and you can't get justice in a de facto uh, corrupt corporate black-robed priest system that uh, <laughs> does not operate on the Constitution of the Jor system. So, uh, Keith, uh, I'm, uh, I had a couple callers here that didn't want to get in, but I got to be careful. You know, I obviously it's a live show, so I, sometimes I screen a couple of these people, and they, they're nut jobs. So, <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> yeah, well, you get that, you know, the, the, the moon bats out there. So uh, hey, I, deal, I, deal well, I deal well with nut jobs. I, I'll shut them down real quick. <laughs> yeah, look, look, look. Um, right, now, right now, it's very important for people to realize that we have foreigners that are being given more privilege on social media sites like YouTube to continue to character assassinate anyone by this sovereign citizen rhetoric uh, that they make fun of when they bring up the law. And see, we, this is, this is what's, what, what we have going on. We have this imbalance of those that are actually bringing forward what the law really is and then being just laughed and mocked and ridiculed and, and, and you know, unfortunately – the people that don't want to participate in correcting the direction of this country are not going to be involved. They're not going to be those that are participating. And, you know, if people ask, what can I do when I wake up in the morning? Uh, want to share this podcast. Let them hear yeah. the real deal. And, 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 and like I said, I'm not trying to convince anything of anyone. I'm just saying, hey, maybe you ought to research this before you start jumping forward too fast. You know, this is what I talk with Cash, try to talk with Cash Jackson about. C.J. Abernathy is another uh, man. He, he tried to bring up the birth certificate, and they, they just destroyed him. They destroyed him yeah. when he tried to bring that up, you know, and, and this is what I try to, you know, encourage with Cash Jackson. <clears throat> man, you shouldn't be trying to run yourself into that legal system and let these people be the deciders. It's about abolishing this system. If you're going to abide by the Constitution, which really we need to look at the Charter of the Forest, that's maybe for another show, and I'd be happy to come on, and Sue Bosgos would be happy to come on. And I've got a lot of different people. I have a police officer, ex-police officer, uh, Erickson Harrell from down south, who once he figured out what statutes and codes were and what his job was doing and how, yeah, I'm just being used to, to create revenue, really, uh, you know, his, his entire mindset changed, and he had to early retire. And now you've got wow. – Military, you got military. Yeah, but bring them on the show, man. I've, I've been at this 20 years. I have a network of people, thousands and thousands of people, all around the world. You know, Robert Sproul over in uh, Scotland, who's bringing it to him, man, about this office of person and the creation of the birth certificate and this fictional fairy tale system that uh, you know is hijacking the signature. Well, I'll this tell you what. I'll tell you what. You, you get them. You get them. You get them to commit to come on, and we'll 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 do that. We'll line something up here. I've got you know a good good following, about twenty twenty one thousand followers here that uh, follow the podcast, and I got a lot of people that download the show and listen in the archive. Uh, bring them on, and uh, we'll we'll uh, you know how to get in touch with me now, and uh, we'll get a panel of people together and uh, talk about this. I have a, I have a guy that's an ex uh, state trooper. I think he's listening tonight, or he might or he usually listens. Uh, Sarge, if you're out there, press number one, get in on the conversation, or uh, haven't heard heard your voice in a while. Uh, he's ex military too, so uh, I don't I don't know if he's uh, on here listening tonight. Uh, any good lawyer that, out there, you're going to get. Any good lawyer out there who really tries to, to truly defend against the wrongdoing, you know, some of them get fed up with, with it, and they actually go at it, and they end up getting disbarred. They get thrown out of the club. 
They lose their career just like, you know, get a jab or no job. You gotta be kidding me. Really? Really? Yeah. I mean if yeah. I were dependent upon if I were dependent as most of the people like the medical community, police officers, firefighters, and you're asking to commit you want me to commit slow suicide to keep a job that I'm never gonna live to to carry out the career in the first place. And you know, that yeah. that is and when you and when you've got people exposing what's going on with this situation, folks and they're getting yeah. shut down, and they're getting – yeah, I've had my YouTube channels burned. I don't even try to go back there, you know. Um, you know, they, they want me to shut up because the more I talk, the more people learn. And I've been at this for a while. And it's about sharing this knowledge and then coming up with a plan and executing that plan. And it's going to take people that want to participate, that really do want to correct the wrongs. And when I tell you the wrongs are, are significant, and, you know, anytime we can do this and do an extended show, you know, that's always a good thing. So, yeah. any questions out yeah. there? Yeah, and we'll, we'll do that. Let's do that. We'll, we'll plan on – let's plan on you not to get in touch with me. Let's do that. Plan something next week or, or over the weekend or something. Get a couple people together. And uh, I'm always open for talking about this stuff and restoring our republic. And uh, I'll get some people from the republic on, too, to listen. Uh, if you can get a couple people, well, we'll get a panel. I've got uh, the governor from the free state of Colorado. He comes on here a lot. His name is Jim Carpenter. And uh, I can get him on. The governor of Colorado. Yeah, Governor of Free State of Colorado. Okay. Yes, that's correct. Well, the Governor of Colorado needs to t- pay special attention to what happened to the Chula Manis Estate in Parker, Colorado. You better take a look at what happened there because it's getting ready to come home to you. And it was a crime what went on with the Chula Manis Estate. Okay. okay. All right, well, I'll, I'll uh, send him an email they, and uh, we'll get him, get him on. They took everything my family and I owned. And my cousin's entire life from the estate, from the home I bought that was their home in Parker, Colorado, that's the Chula Manis estate. Lorraine huh. and Chris Chula Manis, you, 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 your, your corrupt Douglas County Sheriff's Department and Parker Police Department helped in destroying the lives along with Cindy Leiden of the Rumler, Tarbox, and Leiden Law Firm. And, 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 and it's not over yet. They stole all my guns, and it's, it's black and white. Black and white. They stole all my guns, and I'm giving him key stuff to look at. Channel 7 ran a story that we were squatters when we had a receipt for every mortgage payment, even the mortgage payments that were paid over the mortgage payment. So the governor of Colorado would be a powerful ally to take a close look at what I'm talking The three things that I just mentioned, you, you play this for him. You tell him, please, take a look at the tragedy that took place. And, 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 and you're uh, did you ever hear about? Uh, there was a female by the name. I think she was out from Colorado too. Her name was Lisa Mitchell. She exposed a judge, a couple judges, I think. You ever hear of her, <laughs> Lisa Mitchell? Yeah, 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 man. I, I watched a lot of um, good people. Yeah, yeah. I, I watched a lot of a lot of good people um, just be punished needlessly for trying to do the right thing. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, and, uh, Keith, I tell you what, it was good having you here tonight with, with me talking about this stuff. And yeah, we'll get, we'll, we'll, we'll communicate. I mean, I could use another voice on the podcast. I mean, I was going strong doing shows every night there for a while, and then uh, with my life getting busy and whatnot, and moving on to other things. You know, you, you kind of peek out there, and you know, and I, I've interviewed so many people over the years, had so many guests on here, and then you get people who say they're going to come on and they don't show up, and, and it, it just it gets, it gets a little frustrating, you know. Well, um, I mean, I've got a, a, just a long list of, of great people that uh, would be happy to come on, but um, really, it the 20 years of where I have ended up. And where I'm at right now, the, the information that I have, you know, let me encourage you to know that none of the wrongdoing uh, that you have heard here tonight should have ever existed in your life. And if we don't change that direction, so it does not exist in the lives of our children and grandchildren, because that is my whole effort. That's the that's my life is to abolish this system before I'm I'm out of this world. That that's it. Well, there you go. And, All right. Yeah. Well, so, let's, 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 hey, I'm I'm interested in restoring our republic, and, and you're right, and getting rid of the de facto, and 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 of course saving souls. Uh, obviously, the souls out there, our people out there, are so corrupt. Uh, and corrupted, their minds are corrupted, their souls are corrupted, and uh, you know, you know, I believe there can be a spiritual and uh, uh, awakening yeah. in this country. We can have an awakening. You know. Yeah. We want them to repent. And become our ally instead of our enemy. We want yeah. them to be tired of this too, you know. Be tired of this too. Correct. Lawyers, doctors, cops, be tired of this too. You know, yeah. we have the power to take it all back. Scalia, you know, showed us the grand juries, and that's us. Nobody else. That's us. That's the people that you know yep. can easily come together and and take someone to task and you got 3141 sheriffs that should be wearing nothing but a deserve hat nothing but a deserve hat and that's your republic yeah yeah that that is yeah. your republic yeah, that's correct so man right. like uh, i said keith keith i i don't have anybody with their hands up here so uh I'm going to get ready to wrap it up here, uh, the podcast here. Uh, we'll call, call board here, and uh, I guess people are a little nervous to speak. Uh, I had a couple, like I said, a couple of uh, nutcases on there. I screened their calls, though. Uh, <laughs> you know, they they, they, got, they want to call in and, you know, crack jokes, and uh, I don't have time for that. We're here We're here to try to do the right thing and do what's, what's good for the people out there. And if you don't want to take this message and run with it and, 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 and try to do the right thing, then that's on you. You know, I mean, uh, you, you, they're going to crash and burn like everybody else, you know, if that's the way it's you want to go. Serious. So, Very serious business. It's not for the faint of heart. It's very serious business. But if you're going to be immature, irresponsible, you have an addiction, you're an alcoholic, you got some kind of hang-up, some kind of problem, go fix you and leave, yeah. leave the rest of it to responsible, capable men and women of this country to turn this thing around and get us back in the right direction. All you need is the right information to give you the confidence to demand that change. We're not asking. We're demanding that change, you know, for our future yeah. generations. That's so important. That's so important. So I thank you for having me on here, and I thank everybody for listening. And, uh, you know, I hope this is an encouragement. If you wake up in the morning, you can share this podcast. You can do some researching. You can begin to bring together the people that are responsible in your community that you think and feel will be an asset. And that's very important. You know, we got to share the love and, and end the wars, really. There you go. So, there you go. 
All right. All right. Thank you you for joining me. And everybody, I want to say God bless the Republic and uh, take care until the next show. Take care. God bless the Republic. Very good, Jeff. Thanks.